0: Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time and that whenever and wherever you happen to be, as you timeline hop your way through the galaxies, I hope that you're able to. Be aware of all the weird glitches going on and also become aware of your own power with what you think, what you feel, what you say and what you do. I was sitting here today trying to figure out what am I going to talk about in my introduction? How am I going to start this week off? And Uh, one of my listeners wrote to me and told me some very strange things. And then one of my dear old friends, she's my wife from a past life. She and I've been talking all day long on one of her posts on Instagram. (laughs) And she reminded me of a couple things. And while we were talking, I had a weird revelation and I'm going to share all of that with you right now. All right. So, uh, first of all, the glitch, <laughs> the glitches, the weird shit going on. Okay. And my other dear friend from university wrote me today. She also had some weird glitches. Now she's, somewhat spiritual, but not really in tune with the universe. She's only learning about all this stuff now. And so she's always asking me about it and telling me about the weirdness in her day and the weirdness in her life and what the hell is going on. And, uh, she's just now starting to barely wake up on the spiritual level. Right? So I'm like kind of pushing it along little drip, 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 you know, giving her, a little post here or a little comment there, or, you know, little video, whatever. So she like me has social anxiety and did not feel like going out and she was dreading it all day. Like, Oh God, I don't like to be around people. I don't want to be around people. This sucks. When I go out, I hope there's not a lot of people. So she goes to Walmart. Okay, Walmart in, uh, she's like in San Diego, in California. Walmart is a place that's usually crowded, especially on a Catterday. Day. Seeing if the cat, she doesn't even turn her head when I say Catterday. Day. <laughs> so on a Catterday, Day, okay, a black Catterday, Day, again, nothing from the cat. She is, she is a stone. Staring out the window right now. Anyway, <laughs> it was Black Saturday. <laughs> you know, the, the Saturday after Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. This is the weekend when all the sales are going on. Now, the boycott day for people who want to boycott this commercialization of everything crap, boycott it on Friday. And then they go back rushing out on Saturday because shit, there's still some deals, right? But at least we avoided shopping on Friday. (laughs) So the people that want to put a crimp in capitalism do so usually on the Friday. So this is really odd. Okay. So usually in the late afternoon on a Saturday, any given Saturday at this Walmart, my friend said it's crowded as fuck. She gets there. Nobody was there. It was like a total ghost town. She said that it was the weirdest, eeriest, hauntingest feeling she's ever had. And I said, but was it better? She said, oh my God, I'm so glad there was nobody there. I was dreading it all day. I was thinking, I hope no one's there. It'd be nice if there's no one there. Boy, it'd be so great. And I'm like, look at how powerful your emotions about that. Look how powerful your mind is. You created this shit with your mind. And that's really, really, really blowing my mind. Really blowing my mind right now. So I had to share it with you guys because that's really strange. Really, really eerie. It's not like there was a blizzard and no one could get past the snow. It's California. You know, it wasn't in a fire day where there's tons of fire. It was just a normal day in California and yet not a normal day in Walmart where my friend had to go. My other friend, uh, who also, uh, I become friends with since I started the show and she and I've been talking for years was walking with her brother and, uh, a few weird things happened. Like they saw a man white, like, like kind of standing or kind of walking near her brother's car. And then randomly the guy just started jogging and then jogging straight towards her brother, staring at him like he's eye candy kind of thing. And that was like a weird thing. that was like when they first get to this park. So it was one of these, Oh, it's going to be a weird day moments. (laughs) Like that was not really normal. And she said, I was in this park in Houston and it was this massive park, this humongous, huge, huge place. I've never been to before. And I went with my brother and we were there and we were walking and we walked from one end of the park to the other. And we weren't walking, you know, we're walking normal, not terribly slow, but it took an hour to get to the other end of the park. It's that big. It's a huge park, you know, walking and talking. And it took an hour. And these are young people in their twenties. You know, it's not like it, you know, for me walking and talking, it might've taken me two hours, you know, with my, you know, metal rods in my ankles and maybe, or my ankle and maybe, you know, talking too much, stopping and talking. I mean, you know how I get right. So I'm like, okay. All right. That, okay. I see it. All right. And she said, and what was weird is there were these people running through the park and that in and of itself is not weird, but the weird part was as we were walking from one end to the other, they ran in front of us or by us, the exact same people three freaking times in a matter of minutes, like a couple minutes, like how the hell are they running around us or near us like that? Like what? Like how? So they weren't walking on a track. They weren't, you know, on a, they were just on a normal, you know, like sidewalk or footpath or whatever, but it wasn't like a small short track inside the park or whatever. So how are these people running in a circle around them or what? Like what? It was was strange. So she comes home and she started looking up something and she just had an inkling to look up. I don't know what, but she comes across a website that has her name on it. Attributed to writing a short story. that she wrote with her friend according to the website. And she said, I remember that we had the conversation about writing the short story together. And I remember that I never wrote anything. I did not write it. I I didn't write anything with her and why, how the hell is this on the internet right now? This is so weird. We never wrote that story. I never participated. Here's my name with my friend's name saying that we wrote the story And what's really weird is as she started scrolling through the comments about it, she had commented in 2013 about it. And she's like, what? She's like, I'm really confused right now. And I'm like, well you hopped in onto a timeline in which you did write the story with your friend and you did comment on it. (laughs) Oh, it's so weird. It's so, 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 so weird. So those are some strange things that have been happening that people have told me about. Now my uh, friend that I would start talking, my, my, she was my wife in a past life. I was a male witch and she was a female witch and we were in a witch's coven and we all got burned at the stake together. <laughs> you know, it's just, uh yeah. The Spaniards, the, the, you know, the, those, uh, priestly bastards they caught us and they burned us I used that as a moment of power and I took the energy of that and created an initiation of ascension for myself I decided to be empowered in that moment not disempowered so overall it was good I suppose I looked into my son's eyes as I burned, um, my current son, who is my son. Now he was one of the priests. He didn't light the match. He he looked into my eyes, horrified and sorry if he realized my, recognized my humanity or whatever in that moment. And he felt bad about, I saw it. My husband who was his father in this life who died, he's the one that lit the match he was a priest in that life with him. And so that was a memory I had when my, um, my former wife from that life came to visit me. We, we met over the phone when, um, someone called me and I called them back and my stupid phone refused to put a one in front. So instead of calling New Mexico, I called a California number and I got a wrong number. And we had this really weird conversation about, things that are meant to be in the universe and God. And I was like, I just met one of my best friends. That's weird through a wrong number. And then a few weeks later, the same shit happened. This guy called me and I, I forgot that it did this. That didn't dial the one and I called and and here's this same beautiful woman on the phone talking about the universe and God and nothing's a mistake. This is uh, beyond a coincidence. There are no real coincidences. So I want to come and meet you. <laughs> sure stranger on the phone. I accidentally dialed. Come on over live a little at my house. And she did. She came over to meet me and stayed for three days <laughs> and we became excellent friends. And then we realized, Oh shit. We were married. No wonder everywhere we went, even like the day we met we're, we're going all over, uh, town, and we went shopping to all these different places, and we were holding hands everywhere we went as if it was always meant to be and completely normal. It was the weirdest shit you know, one of the weirdest things ever happened to me in my life, you know, and uh, and for her too, she's like, Whoa, people keep looking at us. Oh shit. We're holding hands again. What the hell is happening right now? It's just so like, we are the best of friends. We were laughing and skipping and having the best time of our lives, holding hands. So, so fucking happy to be together. And it was just like, Oh, Oh, I missed you. You know, until we realized oh shit, we used to be married in a past life. We were bound for all of eternity. And my my daughter pipes up and says, "Oh yeah, I was the one that bound you." Of course. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh yeah, I was totally the one that bound you. I was the the priestess in the coven. I was like the high priestess. I was the one. I bound you all for eternity. Told you not to do it. You insisted. I bound you for eternity. So I had to jump backwards over a broom with her to divorce us from that contract, that soul contract. Seriously, meeting this chick was the weirdest, some of the weirdest things that ever happened to me in my life. Well, she reminded me of something today. Um, When we met my husband, uh, who I was, you know, we were going through this long drawn out, horrible divorce together. He kept threatening me. He kept trying to get the courts to force me to tell him where I live and give him my schedule. And he had already threatened, um, you know, in so many words, he didn't say it out loud, out loud, but he told my son, don't worry, you're never going to see your mother again. I'm going to take care of it. And my kids both believed completely that he was planning to kill me or have somebody kill me. And it was really, really scary. He was stalking me. He was showing up at my work. He was beating the kids up. He was, um, being very horribly, uh, just horrible. You know, he threatened to punch me in front of the kids. Um, I saw my mind quickly accelerated to the future. If I allowed him to punch me in the face and not do anything. And I saw that he was going to snap my neck and kill me in front of the kids. And then he would have full custody or I don't know what, you know, or, you know, like, would he just bury my body and no one would ever hear from me again? Oh, she left with some guy, you know, like, what would the story be? Like, it was one of the scariest, um, solitary seconds of my life. And I said, I said to God really quick in my mind, what, what do I do? And God said, laugh in his face. And I looked at his fist and I looked at his face and I looked at his fist and I looked at his face while I'm laughing. (laughs) All right. (laughs) What are you going to do? You're going to hit me. You've never hit me before ever. And you're going to start now. What the hell do you think you're doing? You're acting really strange. This is not you. Terrell. That's what I said to him. And he looked at me and he looked at it at his fist the way I had done. It was a weird moment, but I controlled the energy in that moment. I took back my power and put it back on him because he was scaring me. He like grabbed me and he had, and they cocked his fist back um, <clears throat> because he had taken a, a, a knife, a butcher knife to my blue, my blue cobalt glass dishes in the sink, and he tried to stab my plates to to kill my plates, I guess. I don't know. He had never done any of this weird shit before ever. It was a brain cancer because before he was this beautiful, loving person. And so suddenly he's this crazy, like wildly inappropriate, violent human being. So, I did, I did not want my kids to witness this horrible scene that I saw in my mind was gonna happen. Thank you God for my gift of uh, insight, foresight and psychic sight right so I did this and he quickly like put he, he quickly let go of my shirt where he was holding me you know holding my shirt above my chest and he was and he, and he, and he lowered his fist, <clears throat> and then he opened the door and he ran outside and ran off into the forest for like an hour, made the kids an hour late to school, just didn't know what was happening. He was totally freaked out. I mean, and the kids and I were like, and they, they ran over to me and they was, they were crying. I was crying. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know. I shut the door. I think I even locked it. I was like, I don't know what, what is happening to this guy right now. I mean, was he possessed by a demon? Was he a clone of his former self? Was he, you know, and at that moment, I, I think now looking back, he it was the brain cancer, but, or he was a clone with brain cancer. I don't freaking know what was going on. <clears throat> All I know that it was scary and God saved my ass because I was like, God, what do I do? What do I do? And I'd already taken on the mantle of godly service. I already knew I was going to. be there for God. I'm your servant. Are you going to allow this fucker to kill me in front of my kids? You know, so God saved my life. But I, I had told these things and more, many more things that he had done to my, my new friend who came over for, you know, to meet me and stayed for three days. And we became like the best of friends because we're old friends from another life. And I'm pretty sure she's an archangel as well. Uh, you know we've we've been talking, and I'm like, oh wait, duh! That's how I know her. She's my sister, you know, like my like actual archangel, you know, sister. Like, it, you know, God is our dad, good old dad, you know, G O D, good old dad. <laughs> but I I was like, okay. So we were talking today, and she said, once you set the intention that you're in power, and people come at you. It's time to light them bitches up. She made her own card deck. I think she like hand wrote it out. I'm not sure. I don't know if she's selling it on Etsy or if it's just her own deck for herself, (laughs) but she talked about light them bitches up. And I'm like, explain to me (laughs) And anyone seeing this. What do you mean by light them bitches up? I want to know. What do you mean by that? You know, I'm thinking maybe, you know, write their name on a piece of paper, catch it on fire. It's like kind of a witchcraft thing or I'm not sure what she meant, you know, in what context exactly. So I asked for clarification and she said that she lives her life in a way in which she closes her eyes and all she sees is light. She lights them bitches up. She lights her walls up with light. She lights people up with light. She lights the, the floor she walks on. With light, She sees herself as a light being. Everything in this world is only light. She sees the higher octave, the higher vibration of everything as light. So when someone is coming at you with a bunch of negative shit, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. Holy man. This is the time of year where the, the wind, everything shifts and changes. It's starting to get really hot out. And, um, there's this uh, thing that happens to people's throats at this time of year. It's like when there's a seasonal shift, all of a sudden, everybody, everybody, I'll hear the the neighbors hacking in the middle of the night. We get this uh, weird thing happens to our voice and it's like, eh, eh, eh. anyway, sorry about that. I didn't mean to cough onto the show. Um, <laughs> my apologies. <clears throat> I'm not sick. It's not allergies. It's just this weird um there's a temperature fluctuation and a humidity fluctuation in the air. And when that shift happens, it's like our bodies have to adjust. I think I was having this on Friday as well. And it's just, it's just happened in the past like five days where all of a sudden it's like, Whoa, this is such a trip anyway. So as I was saying, so I, um, had been talking to her about this and she says it's time, you know, if someone's abusing you. It's time to light them bitches up. Someone's using you. It's time to light them bitches up. It's time to, you know, do anything, you know, to defend yourself. It's just time to light them bitches up. And what she means by that. <clears throat> so this is like, I've told you guys my condom method, right? Which I still use and I love. And I told her, yeah, I mean, Hey, if someone's really fucking with you hard, you know, you surround them by, by a, you know, infinite universal consciousness, white light. Now it could be any form you like. It could be a big, huge brick wall. Or as Jesus said, when I was channeling him, it could be the bear traps of love. You know, <laughs> they stumble and they fall into a bear trap and it snaps them in half, you know, but it's really just the bear trap of light and love. And, 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 you know, it's just, they're going to get snatched quickly up by the jaws of love. <laughs> air traps of love. So this was like such a strange, uh, you know, and I told her that and she said, this spirit is really hilarious. But what she does is that when somebody is coming at her with negative energy and they're trying to cast spells or they're trying to be really nasty, she just lights those bitches up. She literally imagines that they're engulfed in a huge white light and that's it. They're just boom, light them bitches up They're in a pillar of white light, literally lighting them up. Like as if they're a light bulb, they're just lit with light and there's nothing else. They don't even have a body anymore. There's pure white light. And so what this does is it immediately unhooks them from you. And it also releases your, any emotions you have towards them coming at you with whatever bullshittery they've got going. Cause usually it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. You know, it's like when you point out something and you make an observation on social media, for example, and then they come at you with, you seem butt hurt. You seem like you're unhinged. Do you think you're out of, you know, you're out of control with your emotions. And I'm like, I literally made an unemotional observation about something that I saw on the post. Well, you shouldn't even talk about things you don't know about. You're this and you're that, and da 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 da. da. And, I, and I, you know, someone said this to me today. Like, she just came at me. You don't know anything about blah, 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 blah. And you think this and you said this. She, she like twisted everything I said into something completely like, nope, that's not what I said. You need to reread. You need to learn how to read, learn English, whatever it takes, you know. And you know, and I'm just like laughing. I'm putting laughing emojis, obviously laughing, because it was like, no, no, that's not at all. And and then this other person starts coming in. oh well, you da 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 da, da. you know, you sound so butt hurt, and I'm like, you know, you don't know how to read my emotions, you don't know me at all. And I'm wondering if this out of curiosity, I'm wondering if this is how you are with all the people in your life. I bet all of your relationships are fucked up because you're not reading anybody's emotions, right? And he, he literally writes me back. You mind your own business. I said, said the man commenting a million times on my comment, not minding his own business. Ha. So funny. And then he's like, I still think your butt hurt. And I'm like, I'm still not, you know? And I'm just like, I I can't even deal with these, these fuckers all day long commenting again and again and coming back at me and back at me. So I just, I lit the whole fucking thing up by just sending their energy back to them, lighting them up (laughs) like my friend said to do. And then I just deleted my original comment, which torched all their fucking comments. I deleted, blocked, whatever. I mean, I deleted my comment. I blocked both of these bitches lit them up. I'm out, you know, like Jesus Christ almighty. You can't even make a fucking comment on a basic thing. I mean, I made a very innocuous, basic comment and there were like 30 people that said the same fucking comment. I made almost word for word. And it was like crazy. And, and all, and I went back after I torched my own comment, I just took it off and it erased everyone else's comments that followed. And all of these other people that had made a similar comment to me, like nobody, nothing like someone would say something, but they weren't being attacked like I was. I'm like, why the fuck am I being attacked? Like I'm the fuck out. I don't want to be attacked. I'm done. I'm torching the shit. Light these bitches up. Right? <laughs> it's just so stupid. <clears throat> and I know that people that have a lot of darkness in them are really threatened by the light because what happens to darkness when the light comes, <laughs> it lights them bitches up. You light your light up in a dark room and now it's no longer a uh, dark room. These are people who want to keep hold of their darkness. And I come in here with my energy that they sense on some level. And then they just want to throw their shade because they are dark. That's what shade is. It's darkness blocking the light. They're trying to block my light. They cannot. I light them bitches up. It's over. <laughs> so that, that happened and I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like Jesus, leave me alone already. I'm like, that's not what I said. No, that's not how I said it at all. No, I'm not this. No, I'm not that. You're just putting stuff on me because you feel like harassing a stranger online today. You felt like being mean today. That's who you are. Today, And and that's how you are with other people in your life, I bet, today. You know, it's like I didn't say shit to anybody specifically. And they started saying shit to me. So then I start calling them out. And they all didn't like that. <laughs> you know, oops. Oh, silly me. I'm only a Hayoka lightning shaman. And I will fucking strike where it is needed to light those bitches up. So anyway, so that happened. And then my so then my friend and I were, we continued to talk and she, she said, you know, it's funny. I've been coming into my power more. And I noticed that when I do this thing where I'm sending light out and it's just everything in my world is light. I'm light. Things are perfect. I'm great. Basically, you know, and not being in denial, but just like everything is the way it's meant to be the way spirit wanted it to be. So I'm standing in the light. I'm, I'm calling in my power. I'm allowing the universe to take care of people and take people out that don't need to be doing to me what they were doing. And I said, yeah, you know what? You just made me realize something. And this one is powerful, guys. It's going to maybe knock you for a loop like it did me. And maybe not. But okay, so I have talked about my, my stepmother who beat me every day since practically the day she met me, even before her and my dad got married when they were dating, she would accuse me of things that weren't true. When I told the truth, she would um, wash my mouth out with soap. When I told a lie, she would sit me down and say, thank you for telling the truth. I really love and appreciate you. And she would hug me. So I was trained to lie and had to lie to preserve my life every fucking day for like years, knowing the whole time that I'm lying and I'm like telling God, I'm sorry I told a lie today, but I had to because when I tell the fucking truth, she doesn't believe me. When I say a lie, she says, thank you for telling the truth. And this, this woman is beating me up every day of my life for something or other spot on a spoon. There's 10 minutes for a beating. You know, I didn't fold her pants right. There's 10 minutes for a beating, you know, like, you know, sometimes, you know, if I said something and she didn't hear the word that I said correctly and she assumed I said something I didn't say or she assumed I said it in a way that I did not say it. Oh, I don't like your tone. There's 20 to 30 minutes of of being thrown around, knocked about the living room and the kitchen and the, and the dining room and thrown into walls, thrown into table. I mean, it was bad, right? That was my childhood from, you know, the age of eight to 18, 10 fucking years. And, um, I used to, when my step or, okay. So I, I used to have dreams of negative, you know, nightmares about my stepmom and I even had dreams about her coming into my life as an adult and I live here now. What's for supper. And she used to do that kind of shit to people. She would show up at their house randomly. What's for dinner. You know, and she was super fat on top of it. Not that I'm fat shaming anyone, you know, cause I know she struggled with this issue and people do struggle with this issue. And I'm struggling with a little tiny bit of a weight issue now. Myself, And I know it's hard, you know, cause that means there's something going on in your body. You got to figure this shit out. And if you can't figure it out, you know, damn, you know, but so I'm not fat shaming her, but it was embarrassing for me as a teenager who was, you know, I wasn't anorexic, but I was skinny as hell. I was really skinny. I had like dark circles under my eyes. I never ate. I barely ate. I had anemia. I had a lot of other things going. Um, I don't know if I talked about this yet. I'll talk about another day, but my parents basically made me a speed freak, gave me pills that I had in my purse. And I'll talk about that another day. It's kind of a funny story. It's weird, but you know, so all the medicine that I was on for various ailments that I had, which were all caused by grief syndrome, which was basically brought on by my dad, not being able to keep a fucking relationship together. (sighs) <sighs> you know, if he had just stayed with the one true love of his life, my first mom that adopted me, everything, if they would have been able to go to a counselor and work shit out like normal people, you know, they probably would have been together my whole life, you know, because my mom always loved him. You know, it's just that my dad wasn't listening to what my mom's needs were and felt like he didn't need to. He didn't have to. I'm in the man of the house. It's going to be the way I say type of bullshit. Well, that's why you lost the love of your life, um duh, anyway <laughs> whole whole lot of weird things there. But as a result of all that, <clears throat> you know, he ended up marrying two women in a row that abused me, and their families abused me, and it was horrible. And the third person he married, he ended up, you know with until the day he died. And <clears throat> anyway, she beat me up, and I was telling my friend, we're talking about karma and how it's funny how when we allow, when we forgive somebody and we allow spirit, you take it over. God, you take the will on this one. I'm not going to call the police on them. I'm not going to put them in jail for the shit they did to me. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. You know what? You take care of their motherfucking karma for me. Let them bitches up. We're done. I'm not going to do this shit anymore. You know, I, I, I'm going to forgive her. Not for her, but for me, because I need to let go of that energy. I don't need to hold on to this baggage anymore. So that's how I was when I was like 18, 19. It took a lot for me to forgive this bitch too. The stuff that she put me through, the embarrassment, the, I mean, constant embarrassment, constant bullshit, constant physical abuse, emotional abuse, mental abuse, every fucking word out of her mouth was abusive except when it was like I love you, thank you for telling the truth after I lied to her. It was such a horrible childhood experience, you know. And so my life was really kind of shit. Uh-oh, someone's trying to call me right at 33:44 on the timer. Okay. So I was going through all this, right? And I finally was like, you know what? I had a boyfriend who he was kind of a jerk. Anyway, he was a narcissist, but he did tell me something that was true. And he said, and I always give credit to whoever, when they say the truth. And he said, this is the thing though. She's going to get her karma. She's going to get her karma. Don't worry. She's going to get it. It's coming back. It's coming around. You need to let it go. So I started seeing a counselor. The counselor's like, you need to let it go. Oh, shit. So I finally dropped that luggage and woo. <laughs> I lost a lot that day. A lot of negative crap. I didn't need any more. The day that I forgave her. And I just said, God, you take care of this shit. You take care of this woman. You take, You give her what she deserves for the way she's treated me when I was eight years old, beating up an eight year old because I was crying because someone in the neighborhood, one of the other kids punched me in the arm and she beat me up for that. How dare you cry? How dare you lie about that? I'm like, why the fuck would I lie about that? I had a bruise on my arm for three fucking weeks. Like what the hell? You know, she's just, she was a horrible, horrible, evil person. So anyway, but I so I was just so just for stuff like that. How, who beats that? I think I might've been seven when that happened, seven or eight. And I was just like, dude, like what? So, <laughs> so I'm like, you know what universe, God, you take care of this shit. I'm letting you in your own time, in your own way. And I was talking to my friend today and some, this realization hit me like a flash of lightning baby. I'm a Hayoka lightning shaman. And it came to me like lightning. The arm with which she used to beat me up my entire 10 years with her. Almost my entire childhood, eight to 18. The arm that she used to beat me up is the arm that fucking broke in half while she was putting on a blouse To go to work that day. It was the arm that she used to beat me up. That broke in half because she had bone cancer. That's how she died. That shit. Like, I don't know. I don't feel good about it. I don't know how to feel about it. It's like, Oh shit. Karma does come back around. Don't it? That was a weird feeling, though. I was like, oh, God does take care of us. God does light them bitches up for us. (laughs) Especially when we let the burden, I cast this burden on the cross and I go free. I let this stuff just roll off my back like water off a duck's back. Oh, my God. Literally, Oh my God. Thank you for taking care of this, taking this person out for me in the way that you did. So now I know that's karma. That showed me, I finally have the mind to think the eyes to see and the ears to hear. Holy shit. When my friend told me that God will take them out in his own way. When spirit does this, it's always surprising. It's always just, it's always really weird to watch it. It's good to watch it. It's weird to watch it. I'm like, shit. And she said, "Oh boy, baby, judgment day is coming for all those people that abused us." And I said, "Yeah, judgment day indeed." And then she said to me, and something she says, "Remember when we prayed to Spirit that you and your kids would no longer be victims of domestic abuse?" Do you remember when we prayed for that shit? And God took your husband out just like that. It was only what? Two, three months. I went, holy fuck. I forgot about that. I did forget about that. I asked God to take us out of the path of harm and domestic abuse. And I did say that prayer with this person who's very powerful like me. Holy Moses. (laughs) I mean, shit. That, that made me feel some kind of way I mean not good not really bad either though just more of a oh, holy holy shit this is literally holy shit oh my god oh my god oh my God <laughs> I just, you know what? It does happen. It is true. Karma is real. And these two very real examples came flooding into my consciousness today. Let <laughs> them bitches up. <laughs> just send love and light to everybody. Love and light to your enemies. Love your enemies as yourself because we truly are all one anyway. Right, I mean it's not like Jesus haven't been saying these things for two thousand years, y'all. <laughs> oh God's showing me He's giving me a song right now. With a rebel yell, she cries more, more, more. And then you think about light, light, light. <laughs> light bright making things with light that's the other song coming around (laughs) god just sent me these things yeah cry for more 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 light and light things with light bright light light bright lighting things with light (laughs) it's such a dumb and simple i don't know if you guys know what a light bright is it's hilarious you can look up the commercials for it on YouTube, <laughs> I looked it up and showed it to my. I showed this to my son and daughter. Actually, I showed it to my daughter like when she was um, 17. Still, she's almost 18. I said, "I want you to see some of the weird shit I had as as a kid." And I said, "I'm going to find the commercials." And this is why I wanted the thing. This is what made me buy the thing, right? And so we <laughs> <coughs> we started looking up like Baby Alive, and she's like, "That's creepy as fuck." a a baby that would eat and chew its food and then it'd poop it out. And then you have to clean the diaper of the, of the baby. Like, yep, I had baby alive. (laughs) She was like, why the fuck would you want that? I'm like, well, I wanted a baby. I wanted you. I wanted a baby someday. You know, I had to practice. I mean, I was just a little kid, but I was practicing early on, you know? And she was like, that's creepy as hell. (laughs) Out of all the things a baby could do, that's the last thing you really want to, I'm like, I know, but hey, you know, I did, I changed a, I changed my doll's diapers, what a stupid, yeah, it's looking back, it's kind of a stupid toy, it was fun and interesting, but <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> it was weird as that stuff would get stuck between the mouth and the anus of the doll (laughs) and it would start to smell. And then after a while, like it would start, it would stop working. So she wouldn't eat anymore. So now you're like, is my baby dead or like what, what's happening now? You know, your parents kind of sneak it into the trash quietly one night while you're asleep, you know, and then you forget baby alive ever existed. Maybe is she baby dead at that point? It was creepy. Creepy as fuck. (laughs) But one of the things was light bright. I showed her, I think I showed that to my son too. I think he said something like, first of all, those tiny little pegs could have been, you could have swallowed them when you were little, you could have died from that shit. He's like, and then he's like, and second of all, were you kind of a moron when you were a kid? That's what you wanted. I'm like, says the boy who wants a vacuum cleaner for Christmas. What? He's like, well, it was practical. I was able to clean my room. I loved it. You know, I was able to take care of my space. I was cleaning my space. I'm like, yeah, you're infinitely smarter than me, actually. You know? <laughs> like, I wanted light bright every fucking year because it was pretty. I'm like, oh, the pretty colored lights. It was like Christmas year round with the light bright. And he's like, but they made you like you had to do the, according to the pictures that they gave you. Like, why couldn't you do your own? I'm like, I tried to do my own. Sometimes I made stuff. He's like, how did it look? I'm like horrible, (laughs) but it was fun to do. It was just, you know, and he was like, were you high as a kid? I'm like, I should have been, I should have been. You know, that's like something you do would give to a high kid light, bright. When you think about, when you really think about it, it's kind of hilarious. But so anyway, but all these things are coming to my attention today. Like, you know, karma does come back. It's weird how it happens too. it's really, really weird how it happens. Um, so yeah, there it is. I don't know. I don't know what you guys feel about that. If you want to talk about it or or stuff in your life that happened like, Oh shit. When you have a realization after hearing my stories, if you feel like talking about it, I'm at Instagram. Um, I'm at mermaid girl, eight, eight, eight on Instagram. So yeah, I just, this was weird. I had a weird weekend Friday. I went to go pick up my, um, laundry and we, we did not win or lose in the world cup, uh, Ecuador and Netherlands were tied one to one. So we're still in the running baby. And we've got another game on Tuesday coming up, you know, to see who wins the whole (laughs) world championship of soccer, right? Of football. And my, I went to go pick up my, uh, my clothes, I dropped them off on Wednesday, gave them two whole days to get my clothes ready. I said, Hey, you got time with me because other people need their stuff immediately because they're like going to be there overnight or something, you know, cause there's a lot of tourists. It's just a tourist town. So I'm like, you know, uh, you got two days with me and he always knows he and his wife are like, Oh yeah, we know. All right. So they're not, it's not a problem for them. So I show up on, on Friday and I guess because we were not out of the running because after the game, he was like, all right, Hey, you know, we're still in it. You know, now we could we could maybe still win it. We were a little nervous about Netherlands cause they're a really good team. Right? So anyway, he went out with his wife drinking all, all day. So I had to go back into town on Saturday. So I'm exhausted like two days in a row, three days. I had to interact with humans and I'm just like, dude, I'm so tired from that right now but, but Hey, it is what it is. Right. So, um, but I found these amazing mangoes. And so I've been eating these mangoes for, well, this today will be the fifth day. The fifth mango. I had one a day. They're massive and they're so tasty and amazing. And, um, I started eating fruit again. I'm like, yeah, cause I, I, for two weeks I was off fruit and vegetables just to try to heal something in my body. And my body is, okay with it now. I'm like, okay. So whatever I needed to do and spirit told me to do it, I'm fine now. It's like, okay. All right. I'm able to eat fruit. That means I'm going to go make some, you know, stuff with vegetables this week and get back into my normal, really good, healthy diet. So that was cool. So I don't know. There's weird insights from the past coming up. I did read on a post today and, and then I had these two massive insights. I'm like, holy shit. Yes. Yeah, that's my big insight, guys. I, I wonder if you guys are having the same thing. Lots of weird timeline hopping, matrix glitches, things that are just like weird where you're just like, what? This is, things are odd. I told you guys last week about the, on Wednesday when I went to, um, I heard the guy with a little honking kind of sound, right? And it was the bread guy, but my bread guy, he always had a bicycle. Now he's on a motorcycle. And then, um, I saw another guy on a motorcycle selling bread in Montanita and he always had a little red bicycle. Now he has a red motorcycle. And this other guy in here where I live in this little village where I live, he always had like a little white and gray. Now he's got a white, silver and blue motorcycle. So his little white, gray bicycle was replaced with the white and silver which is an upgraded form of gray, if you ask me and blue. So it was like weird that, that I noticed people having businesses or businesses are improved. I'm on a better timeline. I'm hopping onto a better timeline. And somebody had said something and I was starting to write a reply or no, they didn't actually, no one said anything. Someone said, this is how you protect your energy. And they had a list of things. And one of the things said, listen to 528 Hertz. And I started to tell them, no, that's going to open up a portal to hell. You don't want to do that. And all of a sudden my um, entire tablet glitched out. And I felt like I hopped a timeline. And of course my comment was gone and Instagram restarted itself. And I'm like, Whoa, I don't even know what happened on that timeline. If I went ahead and said the message or not. And I was like, just be safe guys. I was like typing, be safe. Don't listen to this. Anything above a thousand Hertz frequency is fine. Do not fall into the trap thinking that five two eight is going to do you any favors. Cause you know, I had a friend in and out of the hospital for over for 15 months, you know, cause she invited through the portals. And something else about portals came through today as well. Your TV, your black TVs, guys, the big, gorgeous, rectangular creatures that are hanging about in your bedroom or your living rooms. But when you go to sleep at night, guys, cover them up with with a scarf or something. I'm dead serious. Somebody pointed out, not only is it a mirror, baby, it's a black mirror, and you can get especially if it's in your bedroom, it's reflecting you back in the TV screen while you sleep. That's a portal. So are mirrors in your bedroom don't uh, like seriously at night, just cover the mirrors. Like you're sitting Shiva, baby. (laughs) You're Jewish. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, cover the fucking mirrors. And that includes your TV. You don't want your own reflection being reflected anywhere because that is a way that bad malevolent spirits and even demons and, you know, ghosts that are up to no good can come in and get to you. And and you need to protect your energy. And that's just a very simple way to do it. Just, you know, sage your place out and then cover your TV every single night. You know, I lived in a place that, uh, the whole dining room and living room was all mirrors. It was interesting and it made the place light and bright and I liked it, but I always wondered about that. And I tell my son don't sleep in the living room. And when he did, he would always get nightmares. I'm like, I told you, dude, Don't do mirrors, dude. Seriously. Don't sleep in front of the mirrors. And, um, and I didn't have any mirrors in my bedroom and I I hate that. I hate that idea of having a mirror in my bedroom. Like I had a mirror in my bathroom. It didn't reflect out into my room, but I still would shut my bathroom door at night. Like, no, mm -mm. we're not letting anything come in. You know, I don't want my reflection in a mirror at night. It, I don't know what that is, but I do know it's real. And in poltergeist, the movie, that really creepy movie, every time they film that movie, someone would die on the cast. And, um, yeah, they talked about mirrors in all three episodes. I believe at least I think definitely the third one. I watched them all in the theater. They were really good movies, but scary as hell. And also, <clears throat> had some real information. So anyway, so here we go. We're going to get to uh now looking at the scientific portion of our evening. <laughs> uh we're going to get into the space weather news right now. All right, so here we go. We go to spaceweather.com for news and information about the sun earth environment and to see what's up in space. That's what it says on their website. Solar speed So wind speed is 472.3 kilometers per second. Right now we're on sunspot number 60 and it says all the sunspots have simple magnetic fields that pose very little threat for strong solar flares. And yet (laughs) there's a hole in the sun's atmosphere right now and a high speed stream of solar wind is approaching earth. It will arrive around the ETA December 1st. The gaseous material is flowing from a Canyon like hole in the sun's atmosphere. And they do expect minor G one class geomagnetic storms when it arrives. So if you don't live in a place where you can see the Aurora Borealis and you do want to see it, there's plenty of YouTube channels. You just look up Aurora's or, um, I don't know. There's some that they don't say they should say Aurora Borealis, right? But there's some that just say northern lights, you know, the non-scientific term, I suppose. All right. Cosmic radiation reaching us from outer space is elevated today. The space age average is 2.4 percent right now. This is according to um, Finland's University of Ulus Southern Geophysical Observatory. And hello to my friends in Finland who love to listen to the show. We have had a 48 hour change that has gone down by 0.3%. The, uh, coronal hole in the sun, by the way, is along the equator of the sun. Don't know what that means exactly, but it is quite interesting. It's, um, there's several chrono holes, actually like four of them. I see two of them are slight cracks and two of them are pretty, pretty big. And um, they have very strange, uh, this is like an isosceles triangle, almost like the Illuminati symbol, almost shape, you know, the fake it's, I don't think that's even a real thing, but you know, people say, Oh look, they're making the Illuminati symbol. I don't even think it's real. Anyway, it's that kind of a shape, kind of like a kite shape. And that's where the uh, solar wind is flowing from. And the one below it is almost like a Hershey's kiss shape. So, Maybe the sun will kiss us after all. <laughs> okay, according to NASA's All Sky cameras on the All Sky Fireball Network, there were eight fireballs and they were sporadic <laughs> over the United States. Uh, and that's about it uh, right now. Um, so here we go. Uh, let's go to Schumann Residence News and the current Schumann Residence News coming out of Italy, which you can find yourself at disclosurenews.it they are claiming it was power 16. Now 7.83 Hertz is normal. That's natural and the average and yet it seems to be going up, 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 you know, every day the Shimon resonance uh, spikes and you know, the baseline is still 7.83 Hertz. Although I did hear recently, they're considering moving it up to 12 Hertz frequency, but it was at 16 Hertz frequency in Italy today. Unless you're there, that's not gonna really affect you because it's different in every place on earth where it's measured. It's always different. So HeartMath Institute is where we go next. HeartMath.org. They show that on Friday, November twenty-fifth at the twenty three hundred hour. This is two days ago, just it's just under two days ago. I'm filming or recording this on Sunday. Cause I've been doing it a day early for you guys to make sure you all have it at noon, California time every day. But, uh, anyway, yeah. So at the 2300 hour on the 25th, uh, Friday, California was at 57 Hertz frequency. <laughs> far cry from 16, right? It's massive. Uh, hafoof Saudi Arabia was at zero Hertz frequency. Lithuania was at 114 Hertz frequency. Alberta, Canada was at 80 Hertz frequency. Northland, New Zealand was at 79 Hertz frequency. And last but not least, and not to be outdone is Hulului, South Africa. They were at 294 Hertz frequency. Now it looks like over, uh, let's see. The highest it was at was Friday at seven o'clock in the morning in Hulului. They were at 378 Hertz frequency. And so by the time it rolled around to the more recent number, it had gone down to 294. But yeah, 378. That's massive. I bet in South Africa, they're feeling all kinds of crazy changes mentally, emotionally, and spiritually because the Shuan resonance is wild over there. Anyway, um, that's it for now. I'm going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to read the first beginning part of our new book by Florence Scovel Shin right after, right after I clear my throat, (laughs) right after this itty bitty musical ditty. I'll be right back guys. This is book two by Florence Scovel Shin. Your word is your wand. This volume of affirmations was written by popular demand. It is a sequel to the game of life and how to play it where the reader will find the principle more fully explained. Chapter one, your word is your wand. Man's word is his wand filled with, With magic and power Jesus the Christ emphasized the power of the word by the words thou shalt be justified and by the words thou shalt be condemned and death and life are in the power of the tongue so man has power to change an unhappy condition by waving over it the wand of his word in the place of sorrow appears joy in the place of sickness appears health in the place of lack appears plenty for example a woman came for treatment for prosperity she possessed just $2 in the world I said we bless the $2 and know that you have the magic purse of the spirit It can never be depleted as money goes out. Immediately money comes in under grace in perfect ways. I see it always crammed, jammed with money, yellow bills, green bills, pink checks, blue checks, white checks, gold, silver, and currency. I see it bulging with abundance. She replied, I feel my bag heavy with money and was so filled with faith that she gave me one of her dollars as a love offering. I did not dare refuse it and see lack for her as it was important that I hold the picture of plenty. Shortly afterwards, she was made a gift of $6,000 fearless faith and the spoken word brought it to pass the affirmation of the magic purse is very powerful as it brings a vivid picture to the mind it is impossible not to see your purse or wallet filled with money when using the words crammed jammed the imaging imaging I'm sorry the imaging faculty is is the creative faculty and it is important to choose words, which bring a flash of the fulfillment of the demand. Never force a picture by visualizing. Let the divine idea flash into your conscious mind. Then the student is working according to the divine design. Jesus, the Christ said, "Ye shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. This means that man must know the truth of every situation which confronts him. There is no truth in lack or limitation. He waves over the wand of his word and the wilderness rejoices and blossoms as the rose. Fear, doubt, anxiety, anger, resentment pull down the cells of the body, shock the nervous system and are the causes of disease, and disaster happiness and health must be earned by absolute control of the emotional nature power moves but is never moved when man stands calm and serene has a good appetite feels contented and happy when appearances are against him he has reached mastery Then he has the power to rebuke the winds and the waves to control conditions. His word is his wand, and he transmutes apparent failure into success. He knows his universal supply is endless and immediate, and all his needs manifest instantly on the external. For example, a woman at sea awoke in the the morning, hearing the fog horns blowing. A dense fog had settled on the ocean with no apparent signs of clearing. She immediately spoke the word. There are no fogs in divine mind, so let the fog be lifted. I give thanks for the sun. Soon the sun came out, for man has dominion over the elements, over all created things. Every man has power to lift the fog in his life. It may be a fog of lack of money, love, happiness, or health. Give thanks for the sun. Chapter two, success. There are certain words or pictures which impress the subconscious mind. For example, a man called asking me to speak the word for his right work. I gave him the statement, Behold, I have set before thee the open door of destiny and no man shall shut it. It didn't seem to make much impression. So I was inspired to add and no man shall shut it for it is nailed back. The man was electrified and went out walking on air. Within a few weeks, he was called to a distant city to fill a wonderful position which came about in a miraculous way i give another example of a woman who fearlessly followed a hunch she was working for a small salary when she read my book the game of life and how to play it the thought came in a flash to start in business for herself and open a tea room and candy shop the idea staggered her at first but it persisted. So she boldly went forth and procured a shop and assistance. She spoke the word for supply for she did not have any money to back her enterprise. It came in miraculous ways and the shop opened from the first day. It was filled with people and now it is crammed jammed. (laughs) They stand in line and wait one day being a holiday. Her assistants became gloomy and said they could not expect to do much business. My student, however, replied that God was her supply and every day was a good day. In the afternoon, an old friend came in to see the shop and bought a two-pound box of candy. He gave her a check and when she looked at it, she found it was for $100. So it was indeed a good day. $100 for a box of candy. She says every morning she enters the shop with wonder and gives thanks that she had the fearless faith that wins. Affirmations. The decks are now cleared for divine action and my own comes to me under grace in a magical way. I now let go of worn out conditions and worn out things divine order is established in my mind body and affairs behold i make all things new my seeming impossible good now comes to pass the unexpected now happens the four winds of success now blow to me my own from north south east and west comes my endless good the christ in me is risen I now fulfill my destiny. Endless good now comes to me in endless ways. I clap my symbols and rejoice for Jehovah goes before me, making clear, easy and successful my way. I give thanks for my whirlwind success. I sweep all before me for I work with the spirit and follow the divine plan of my life. My spiritual sporting blood is up. I am more than equal to this situation. I am awake to my good and gather in the harvest of endless opportunities. I am harmonious, poised, and magnetic. I now draw to myself my own. My power is God's power and is irresistible. Divine order is now established in my mind my body and affairs i see clearly and act quickly and my greatest expectations come to pass in a miraculous way there is no competition on the spiritual plane what is rightfully mine is given me under grace i have within me an undiscovered country which is revealed to me now in the name of jesus the christ Behold, I have set before thee the open door of destiny and no man shall shut it for it is nailed back. The tide of destiny has turned and everything comes my way. I banish the past and now live in the wonderful now where happy surprises come to me each day. There are no lost opportunities in divine mind. As one door shuts, another door is opened. I have a magical work in a magical way. I give magical service for magical pay. The genius within me is now released. I now fulfill my destiny. I make friends with hindrances, and every obstacle becomes a stepping stone. Everything in this universe, visible and invisible, is working to bring me my own. I give thanks that the walls of Jericho fall down and all lack limitation and failure are wiped out of my consciousness in the name of Jesus the Christ. And by the way, guys, this is just a little side note. You could say in the name of Buddha, in the name of God, the name of Allah, whatever you like, you don't have to use the Christian words if they bother you or if you're not a Christian, just that's my little side note. Okay. And now back to the book. (laughs) I am now on the Royal road of success, happiness and abundance and all the traffic goes my way. I will not weary of doing well for when I least expect it, I shall reap. Jehovah goes before me and the battle is won. All enemy thoughts are wiped out. I am victorious in the name of Jesus the Christ. There are no obstacles in divine mind. Therefore, there is nothing to obstruct my good. All obstacles now vanish from my pathway. Doors fly open, gates are lifted, and I enter the kingdom of fulfillment under grace. Rhythm, harmony, and balance are now established in my mind, body, and affairs. New fields of divine activity now open for me, and these fields are white with harvest. Man's will is powerless to interfere with God's will. God's will is now done in my mind, body, and affairs. God's plan for me is permanent and cannot be budged. I am true to my heavenly vision. The divine plan of my life now takes shape in definite concrete experiences leading to my heart's desire. I now draw from the universal substance with irresistible power and determination, that which is mine by divine right. I do not resist this situation. I put it in the hands of infinite love and wisdom. Let the divine idea now come to pass. My good now flows to me in a steady, unbroken, ever-increasing stream of success, happiness, and abundance. There are no lost opportunities in the kingdom. As one door shuts, another door opens. There is nothing to fear, for there is no power to hurt. I walk up to the lion on my pathway and find an angel in armor and victory in the name of Jesus the Christ I am in perfect harmony with the working of the law I stand aside and let infinite intelligence make easy and successful my way the ground I am on is holy ground the ground I am on is successful ground new fields of divine activity now open up for me Unexpected doors fly open. Unexpected channels are free. What God has done for others, He can do for me and more. I am as necessary to God as He is to me, for I am the channel to bring His plan to pass. I do not limit God by seeing limitation in myself. With God and myself, all things are possible. Giving precedes receiving and my gifts to others precede God's gifts to me. Every man is a golden link in the chain of my good. My poise is built upon a rock. I see clearly and act quickly. God cannot fail, so I cannot fail. The warrior within me has already won. The king, thy kingdom come. In me thy will be done in me in my affairs chapter 3 prosperity man comes into the world financed by God with all that he desires or requires already on his pathway this supply is released through faith and the spoken word if thou canst believe I all things are possible. For example, a woman came to me one day to tell me of her experience in using an affirmation she had read in my book, The Game of Life and How to Play It. She was without experience, but desired a good position on the stage. She took the affirmation, infinite spirit opened the way for my great abundance. I am an irresistible magnet for all that belongs to me by divine right. She was given a very important part in a very successful opera. She said it was a miracle due to the affirmation, which I repeated hundreds of times affirmations. I now draw from the abundance of the spheres, my immediate and endless supply. All channels are free. All doors are open. I now release the gold mine within me. I am linked with an endless golden stream of prosperity, which comes to me under grace in perfect ways. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of abundance forever. My God is a God of plenty, and I now receive all that I desire or require and more. All that is mine by divine right is now released and reaches me in great avalanches of abundance under grace in miraculous ways. My supply is endless, inexhaustible, and immediate and comes to me under grace in perfect ways. All channels are free and all doors fly open for my immediate and endless, divinely designed supply. My ships come in over a calm sea under grace in perfect ways. I give thanks that the millions which are mine by divine right now pour in and pile up under grace in perfect ways. Unexpected doors fly open, unexpected channels are free, and endless avalanches of abundance are poured out upon me under grace in perfect ways I spend money under direct inspiration wisely and fearlessly knowing that my supply is endless and immediate I am fearless in letting money go out knowing God is my immediate and endless supply chapter 4 happiness in that wonderful moving picture the thief of Baghdad We were told in letters of light that happiness must be earned. It is earned through perfect control of the emotional nature. There can be no happiness where there is fear, apprehension, or dread. With perfect faith in God comes a feeling of security and happiness. When man knows that there is an invincible power that protects him and all that he loves and brings to him every righteous desire of the heart, he relaxes all nervous tension and is happy and satisfied. He is undisturbed by adverse appearances, knowing that infinite intelligence is protecting his interests and utilizing every situation to bring his good to pass. I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in a desert. Uneasy lies the head that wears a frown. Anger, resentment, ill will, jealousy, and revenge rob a man of his happiness and bring sickness, failure, poverty in their wake. Resentment has ruined more homes than drink and killed more people than war. For example, there was a woman who was healthy and happy and married to a man she loved the man died and left part of his estate to a relative the woman was filled with resentment she lost weight, was unable to do her work developed gallstones and became very ill a metaphysician called upon her one day, he said woman, see what hate and resentment has done to you they have caused hard stones to form in your body And only forgiveness and goodwill can cure you. The woman saw the truth of the statement. She became harmonious and forgiving and regained her splendid health. Affirmations I am now deluged with the happiness that was planned for me in the beginning. My barns are full, my cup overflows with joy. My endless good now comes to me in endless ways. I have a wonderful joy in a wonderful way, and my wonderful joy has come to stay. Happy surprises come to me each day. I look with wonder at that which is before me. I walk boldly up to the lion on my pathway and find it is a friendly Airedale, which is a kind of dog, I think a-i-r-e-d-a-l-e okay (laughs) I am harmonious happy radiant detached from the tyranny of fear my happiness is built upon a rock it is mine now and for all eternity my good now flows to me in a steady unbroken ever increasing stream of happiness my happiness is God's affair therefore no one can interfere as I am one with God I am now one with my heart's desire I give thanks for my permanent happiness my permanent health my permanent wealth my permanent love I am harmonious happy and divinely magnetic and now draw to me my ships over a calm sea God's ideas for me are perfect and permanent My heart's desire is a perfect idea in divine mind, incorruptible and indestructible, and now comes to pass under grace in a magical way. Chapter 5, Love With love usually comes terrific fear. Nearly every woman comes into the world with a mythical woman in the back of her mind who is to rob her of her love. She has been called the other woman. Of course, it comes from woman's belief in duality. So long as she visualizes interference, it will come. It is usually very difficult for a woman to see herself loved by the man she loves. So these affirmations are to impress the truth of the situation upon her subconscious mind. For in reality, there is only oneness. All right. So uh, you guys can adjust these to your own personal needs. Remember this book was written well over a hundred years ago. So <clears throat> here's traffic at two o'clock in the morning randomly and super loud, right when I say that. Um <clears throat> you can um, you know, take this upon yourself if you if you like these affirmations, use them. Even if you're a man, even if you're divine masculine in a female body or divine feminine in a masculine body or you know, what have you, um, you know, so again, she's writing this for cisgendered and heteronormative people, but you know who you are. If you're like me and you're an NB, it's like, yeah. All right. (laughs) You know, we'll, we'll, we'll go along with it. But I mean, you know, she assumed some stuff, but we're going to forgive her because it was a hundred years ago. It is what it is. Right. All right. So here we go with the affirmations for love as i am one with god the undivided one i am one with my undivided love and undivided happiness the light of the christ within now wipes away all fear doubt anger and resentment god's love pours through me an irresistible magnetic current i see only perfection and draw to me my own divine love through me now dissolves all seeming obstacles and makes clear, easy, and successful my way. I love everyone and everyone loves me. My apparent enemy becomes my friend, a golden link in the chain of my good. I am at peace with myself and with the whole world. I love everyone and everyone loves me. The floodgates of my good now open. Chapter 6 Marriage Unless marriage is built upon the rock of oneness, it cannot stand. Two souls with but a single thought, two hearts that beat as one. The poet understood this, for unless man and wife are living the same thoughts or living in the same thought world they must inevitably drift apart. Thought is a tremendous vibratory force and man is drawn to his thought creations. For example, a man and woman married and were apparently happy. The man became successful and his tastes improved, but the wife still lived in a limited consciousness. Whenever the man bought anything, he went to the best shops and selected what he needed regardless of price. Whenever the wife went out, she haunted the five and 10 cent stores. He was living in thought in, on Fifth Avenue and her thought world was on Third Avenue. Eventually the break and separation came. We see this so often in the cases of rich and successful men who desert their faithful, hardworking wives later in life. All right, again, guys, cisgendered, heteronormative. I mean, this is like 100 years ago how life was. So, you know, this you can imagine this might be two wives together, two husbands together, you know, or maybe the woman's working and the man's at home. I mean, life is a lot different than it used to be. So take all this with a grain of salt. If it bothers you, just take a deep breath and, and, and just let it go. And, you know, put yourself in the situation and change the words up as you need. You can substitute the word, by the way, a uh, husband or wife with spouse or partner um, or significant other. If you want to update it for today's world, I'm just kind of throwing that out there. <laughs> okay. The wife must keep pace with her husband's taste and ambitions and live in his thought world where for where a man thinketh in his heart, there he is, is he. So, I mean, we could re phrase that as the significant other must keep pace with their significant others, taste and ambitions and live in their thought world for where a person thinketh in their heart. There they are. Okay. That's what I mean by that. Okay, here we go. (laughs) I'm going to continue with her words, but I just, I want you guys to know I'm aware of it. And if I'm aware of it, a lot of you are too. (laughs) So, there is for each person his other half or divine selection. These two are one in their thought worlds. These are the two whom God has joined together and no man can or shall part asunder. The twain shall be made one. For in the superconscious mind of each is the same divine plan. Here's the affirmations. I give thanks that the marriage made in heaven is now made manifest upon earth. The twain shall be made one now and for all eternity. And by the way, you can say two instead of twain because nobody says twain anymore, except three year olds that can't pronounce train. (laughs) Okay. (coughs) Chapter seven, forgiveness affirmations. i forgive everyone and everyone forgives me the gates swing open for my good i call on the law of forgiveness i am free from mistakes and the consequences of mistakes i am under grace and not under karmic law though my mistakes be as scarlet i shall be washed whiter than snow What didn't happen in the kingdom never happened anywhere. Ooh, I like that. I'll say that one again. What did not happen in the kingdom never happened anywhere. Chapter 8, Words of Wisdom, Affirmations. Faith without nerve is dead. There is never a slip twixt the right cup and the right lip. What? There is never a slip twixt the right cup and right lip. (laughs) What was this about? Words of wisdom. Okay. So basically what is meant to be yours is yours. I think is what that means. Never look or you'd never leap. God works in unexpected places through unexpected people at unexpected times. His wonders to perform power moves, but is never moved. Loving your neighbor means not to limit your neighbor in word, thought, or deed. Never argue with a hunch. Okay, this next one I'm not happy about, but I'm going to say it because it's here. Christopher Columbus followed a hunch. I mean, he didn't really follow a hunch, did he? He just... He thought he was following what he thought, but he ended up discovering a new world where a lot of people already lived because it had already been discovered. <laughs> and by the way, his name was not Columbus. It was Chris Christobal colon. <laughs> it was his actual name. Anyway, I don't want to get off on that topic. <sighs> Thanksgiving is over. Let's move on to Merry, Merry Christmas. All right. <laughs> Speaking of forgiveness. All right. The kingdom of heaven is the realm of perfect ideas. It is dark before the dawn, but the dawn never fails. Trust in the dawn. When in doubt play trumps, do the fearless thing. Never do today what intuition says to do tomorrow. It's a great life if you don't reason. I, uh, Uh, Maybe that means overthink. (laughs) I don't want to overthink that one, so let's move on. Regard your neighbor as yourself. Never hinder another's hunch. Selfishness binds and blocks. Every loving and unselfish thought has in it the germ of success. Be not weary of make believing. When you least expect it, you shall reap. Faith is elastic stretch it to the end of your demonstration before you call you are answered for the supply precedes the demand what you do for others you are doing for yourself every act committed while angry or resentful brings unhappy reaction sorrow and disappointment follow in the wake of deceit and subterfuge the way to the transgressor The way of the transgressor is hard. No good thing will be withheld from him who walks uprightly. There is no power in evil. It is nothing. Therefore can only come to nothing. Fear and impatience demagnetize. Poise magnetizes. Drown the reasoning mind with your affirmation. Jehoshaphat collapsed his symbols so that he wouldn't hear himself think all bonding is an illusion of the race consciousness there is always a way out of every situation under grace every man is free to do the will of God sureism is stronger than optimism divine ideas never conflict It is dangerous to stop in the middle of a hunch. Infinite spirit is never too late. Chapter 9. Faith. Hope looks forward. Faith knows it has already received and acts accordingly. In my classes, I often emphasize the importance of digging ditches or preparing for the thing asked for which shows active faith and brings a demonstration to pass a man in my class, whom I called the life of the party because he always tried to find a question I couldn't answer, <laughs> but he never succeeded asked, why is it then a lot of women who prepare hope chests never get married? I replied because it is a hope chest and not a faith chest. <laughs> Oh God, a hope chest guys. I haven't heard that since I was a little kid. (laughs) My mom had a hope chest for me, put it in storage and lost it. (laughs) Someone else in the world (laughs) has my hope chest now. (laughs) Oh God, I need to, I need to have it. Not a hope chest, but a faith chest. (laughs) And if you guys don't know what the hell is, I'm talking about what this, what's a chest like, not my not the boobs, okay? Not what goes in a bra, all right. Um a chest is like um it's like a, a, a giant uh box made from wood and usually it's carved with ornate like you know, you know, things in it like um Mother of Pearl inlay or really fancy um artwork on it. Um everyone that back in a long, long time ago. My mom had her hope chest that was like from the 1940s that my grandmother had given to her. And she married in um, either late 1950s or early 1960s. And I was born in 1968. So no, my mom was married in the fifties and her hope chest had her wedding dress in it and all of her wedding, um, like maybe flowers that she wore in her hair or um, pictures of the wedding. Um, you know, her wedding ring, like, you know, she'd been divorced, you know, by the time I saw the hope chest. so <laughs> It's kind of weird. It's kind of like a sad chest after that, but that's what that is. So if when I'm, when you hear this now, you know what we're talking about. <laughs> it's kind of, this a very old fashioned idea. Isn't it? It makes me realize how long ago a hundred years was. <laughs> in so many ideas. (laughs) Our consciousness is quite raised, but I do like this idea of starting a faith chest and you could do this, not for marriage only. If you want to, you can, but why not everything in your life? I think we should do something like this. And then you just maybe open it and take out stuff and look at it once a week and think about it. You know, I, that might be something. In fact, I would love to bring that tradition back but we'll call them faith chests <laughs> or a faith a faith box maybe. That sounds a little better. All right, here we go. The prospective bride also violates law in telling others about it. Her friends come in and sit on the hope chest and either doubt or hope she never succeeds. Ooh, yeah, you can't let in anyone get in your way. Pray to thy father which is in secret and thy father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly the student should never talk of a demonstration until it has gelled or comes to pass on the external so a hope chest should become a faith chest and be kept from the public eye and the words spoken for the divine selection of a husband under grace in a perfect way those whom God hath joined together no thought can put asunder Mm, so mote it be Affirmations. I thought those were the affirmations. Here we go. Adverse appearances work for my good. For God utilizes every person and every situation to bring me my heart's desire. Hindrances are friendly, and obstacles springboards. I now jump into my good. As I am one with the undivided One, I am one with my undivided good. As the needle in the compass is true to the north. What is rightfully mine is true to me. I am the North. I am now linked by an invisible, unbreakable magnetic cord with all that belongs to me by divine right. Thy kingdom is come. Thy will is done in me and my affairs. Every plan my father in heaven has not planned is dissolved and obliterated and the divine design of my life now comes to pass. What God has given me can never be taken from me for his gifts are for all eternity. My faith is built upon a rock and my heart's desire now comes to pass under grace in a miraculous way. I see my good in a golden glow of glory. I see my fields shining white with a harvest. I am poised and powerful. My greatest expectations are realized in a miraculous way. I water my wilderness with faith and suddenly it blossoms as the rose. God is my unfailing and immediate supply of all good. I now exercise my fearless faith in three ways by thinking, speaking, and acting. I am unmoved by appearances, therefore appearances move. I stand steadfast, immovable, giving thanks for my seeming impossible good to come to pass. For I know with God it is easy of accomplishment and His time is now. God's plans for me are built upon a rock. What was mine in the beginning is mine now and shall ever be mine. I know there is nothing to defeat God and therefore there is nothing to defeat me. I wait patiently upon the Lord. I trust in him. I fret not myself because of evildoers for every man is a golden link in the chain of my good and he now gives to me the desires of of my heart see the 37th psalm i am poised and powerful my greatest expectations are realized in a miraculous way i now exercise my fearless faith in three ways by thinking speaking and acting i am unmoved by appearances therefore appearances move i am in perfect harmony with the working of the law, for I know that infinite intelligence knows nothing of obstacles, time, or space. It only knows completion. I give thanks that I now receive the righteous desires of my heart. Mountains are removed, valleys exalted, and every crooked place made straight. I am in the kingdom of fulfillment. Before I called, I was answered. And now I gather in my harvest in a remarkable way. I have now the fearless faith of the Christ within. At my approach, barriers vanish and obstacles disappear. I am steadfast, immovable, for the fields are already white with the harvest. My fearless faith in God now brings the divine design of my life to pass. All fear is now banished in the name of Jesus the Christ, for I know there is no power to hurt. God is the one and only power. I now dig my ditches deep with faith and understanding, and my heart's desire comes to pass in a surprising way. My ditches will be filled at the right time, bringing all that I have asked for and more. I now put to flight the army of the aliens, which are negative thoughts. They feed on fear and starve on faith. I am in perfect harmony with the working of the law for I know that infinite intelligence knows nothing of obstacles, time or space. It only knows completion. God works in unexpected and magical ways his wonders to perform. I now prepare for the fulfillment of my heart's desire. I show God I believe his promise will be kept. God's ideas cannot be moved. Therefore, what's mine by divine right will always be with me. I give thanks that I now receive the righteous desires of my heart. Mountains are removed. Valleys exalted and every crooked crooked place made straight. I am in the kingdom of fulfillment. I have perfect confidence in God and God has perfect confidence in me. God's promises are built upon a rock. As I have asked, I must receive. Let me never wander from my heart's desire. I do not limit the Holy one of Israel in word, thought or deed with good, with God. All things are easy and possible now. I now stand aside and watch God work. It interests me to see how quickly and easily he brings the desires of my heart to pass. Before I called, I was answered and I now gather in my harvest in a remarkable way. He who watches over my heart's desire neither slumbers nor sleeps. Seeming impossible doors now open. Seeming impossible channels are free in the name of Jesus the Christ. My good is a perfect and permanent idea in divine mind and must manifest for there is nothing to prevent. I cast every burden on the Christ within and I go free. Chapter 10 loss. If a man loses anything, it shows there is a belief of loss in his subconscious mind. As he erases this false belief, the article or its equivalent will appear on the external. For example, a woman lost a silver pencil in a theater. She made every effort to find it, but it was not returned. She denied loss, taking the affirmation, I deny loss. There is no loss in divine mind. Therefore, I cannot lose that pencil. I will receive it or its equivalent. Several weeks elapsed. One day she was with a friend who wore about her neck on a cord a beautiful gold pencil who turned to her and said, Do you want this pencil? I paid $50 for it at Tiffany's. The woman was aghast and replied, almost forgetting to thank her friend. Oh God, aren't you wonderful? The silver pencil wasn't good enough for me. Man can only lose what doesn't belong to him by divine right or isn't good enough for him. Um, So are you guys confused yet? Like a what? A gold pencil for $50 a hundred years ago? Holy man. I don't know what this means. I think it's one of those pencils that have a bunch of leads in them and you, you pull the lead out of the back and put it in the front. Um, This is really old. I think that's what that means. It's very odd though, isn't it? Um, (laughs) That'd be like a $500 pencil. I don't think Tiffany's sells pencils. Do they now? The world has certainly changed. It's so weird. All right. Affirmations. There is no loss in divine mind. Therefore I cannot lose anything that is rightfully mine. Infinite intelligence is never too late. Infinite intelligence knows the way of recovery. There is no loss in divine mind. Therefore, I cannot lose anything that is rightfully mine. It will be restored or I will receive its equivalent. Chapter 11 debt. If a man is in debt or people owe him money, it shows that a belief of debt is in his subconscious mind. This belief must be neutralized in order to change conditions. For example, a woman came to me saying a man had owed her a thousand dollars for years which she could not compel him to pay. I said you must work on yourself, not the man, and gave her the statement I deny debt, there's no debt in divine mind. No man owes me anything. All is squared. I send man that man love and forgiveness. Okay, that was a typo. I send that man love and forgiveness. In a few weeks, she received a letter from him saying he intended to send the money and in about a month came the $1,000. If a student owes money, change the statement. There is no debt in divine mind. Therefore, I owe no man anything. All is squared. All of my obligations are now wiped out under grace in perfect way. Affirmations. I deny debt. There is no debt in divine mind. Therefore, I owe no man anything. All obligations are now wiped out under grace in a miraculous way. I deny debt. There is no debt in divine mind. No man owes me anything. All is squared. I send forth love and forgiveness. Chapter 12 Sales A woman who lived in a country town wished to sell her house and furniture. It was in the winter with snow so deep it was almost impossible for cars or wagons to reach her door. As she had asked God to sell her furniture to the right person for the right price, she was unmindful of appearances. She polished the furniture, pushed it to the middle of the room, and prepared to sell it. She said, I never looked out of the window at the blizzard. I simply trusted God's promises. In miraculous ways, people drove up and all the furniture was sold and the house also without paying any commission to an agent. Faith never looks out of the window at the blizzard. It simply prepares for the blessing asked for. Affirmation. I give thanks that this article of property is now sold to the right person or persons for the right price, giving perfect satisfaction. There is no competition on the spiritual plane. What is mine is given me under grace. I am identified in love with the spirit of this person or persons. God protects my interest and the divine idea now comes out of the situation. Chapter 14 guidance. Always on man's pathway is his message or his lead. For example, a woman was much troubled over an unhappy situation. She thought to herself, will it ever clear up? Her maid was standing near and commenced to tell her of her experiences. The woman was too worried to be interested, but listened patiently. The maid was saying, I worked in a hotel once where there was a very amusing gardener. He always said such funny things. It had been raining for three days, and I said to him, Do you think it will ever clear up? And he replied, My God, doesn't it always clear up? The woman was amazed. It was the answer to her thoughts. She said reverently, Yes, with my God, it always clears up. Soon after, her problem did clear up in an unexpected way. Affirmations, infinite spirit Give me wisdom to make the most of my opportunities. Never let me miss a trick. I am always under direct inspiration. I know just what to do and give instant obedience to my intuitive leads. My angel of destiny goes before me, keeping me in the way. All power is given unto me to be meek and lowly of heart. I am willing to come last. Therefore I come first. I now place my personal will upon the altar. Your will, not my will, your way, not my way, your time, not my time. And in the twinkling of an eye, it is done. There are no mysteries in the kingdom. Whatever I should know will now be revealed to me under grace. I am a perfect non-resistant instrument for God to work through. And his perfect plan for me now comes to pass in a magic way. Chapter 15 protection affirmations. I am surrounded by the white light of the Christ through which nothing negative can penetrate. I walk in the light of the Christ with my fear. Giants dwindle and my fear. Okay. I'll read that again. Boom. I walk in the light of the Christ and my fear giants dwindle into nothingness. There is nothing to oppose my good. Chapter 16 Memory Affirmation There is no loss in memory of divine mind. Therefore, I recollect everything I should remember and I forget all that is not for my good. Chapter 17 The Divine Design There is a divine design for each man. Just as the perfect picture of the oak is in the acorn, the divine pattern of his life is in the superconscious mind of man. In the divine design, there is no limitation, only health, wealth, love, and perfect self-expression. So on man's pathway, there's always a divine selection. Each day he must live according to the divine plan or have unhappy reactions. For example, A woman moved into a new apartment, which she had made, which she had almost furnished. When the thought came to her on that side of the room, should stand a Chinese cabinet. Not long after she was walking by an antique shop. She glanced in and there stood a magnificent Chinese cabinet about eight feet high, elaborately carved. She entered and asked the price. The salesman said it was worth a thousand dollars, but the woman who owned it was willing to take less. The man added, what what would you offer for it? The woman paused and the price $200 came into her mind. So she answered $200. The man said he would let her know if the offer was satisfactory. She did not want to cheat anyone or get anything, which was not rightfully hers. So going home, she said repeatedly, if it's mine, I can't lose it. And if it isn't mine, I don't want it. It was a snowy day and she said, She emphasized her words by kicking the snow from right to left, clearing a pathway to her apartment. Several days elapsed when she was notified that the woman was willing to sell the cabinet for $200. There is a supply for every demand from Chinese cabinets to millions of dollars. Before ye call, I shall answer, but unless it is the divinely selected cabinet or millions, they would never bring happiness except the Lord build the house, thy labor in vain that build it. Psalm 127 verse one affirmations. I let go of everything not divinely designed for me and the perfect plan of my life now comes to pass. What is mine by divine right can never be taken from me. God's perfect plan for me is built upon a rock. I follow the path, magic path of intuition and find myself in my promised land under grace. My mind, body and affairs are now molded according to the divine pattern within. God is the only power and the power is within me. There is only one plan, God's plan, and that plan now comes to pass. I give thanks that I now bring forth from the universal substance everything that satisfies all the righteous desires of my heart. The divine design of my life now comes to pass. I now fill the place that I can fill and no one else can fill. I now do the things which I can do and no one else can do. I am fully equipped for the divine plan in my life. I am more than equal to the situation. All doors now open for happy surprises. And the divine plan of my life is speeded up under grace. That's it for tonight. We're going to come back and do chapter 18 on health next week. All right, guys, I love each and every one of you. And I wanted to say thank you to you for being here, listening to the show and supporting me and for telling all the people, you know, about the show. I think that it's wonderful. We're on the spiritual journey together and I'm just glad that you got to be a little bit of a part of my life. um, For now, as I am for you and you are for me, we are each a golden link in the chain of each other's success. And I am so very, very grateful for that. I hope you have a wonderful day or night, wherever you are in the world. And I will be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming. Just, Like always. But until then, under grace and in divine ways, I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. Until next time, guys, peace. Guys, I've been making episodes of Metaphysical Soul Speak the podcast for a while now, and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast well i have two solutions for this question number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the anchor app locate my channel and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly and you can stop anytime. or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zell bank to bank or through PayPal using my email mermaid girl 888 at gmail.com also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. Let's keep metaphysical soul speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you.